0: Modern percussive finger style guitar might be brand new to you. Maybe you just learned about it on last week's Acoustic Tuesday show. It's possible that the style rubs you the wrong way. Whatever the case may be, today's show is gonna give you brand new perspective on modern percussive finger style guitar and it's gonna give you a boatload of new artists to check out. Get ready to expand your record collection. Today's show is dedicated to musical discovery. Hey, TAC family, welcome to episode 251 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. This show is designed to inject your guitar journey with a weekly dose of fun, focus, progress, and inspiration. After you learn about some new modern percussive fingerstyle guitarists, we're going to dig into some comments from episode 249, the Coulter Wall episode. One of those comments involves playing guitar on the highway. You're also going to see what the Tack family is working on today. It's a guitar lick entitled Flying V in honor of the best movie ever made, The Mighty Ducks. And of course, your weekly dose of acoustic news awaits, which includes more music on the highway, some of the most important recordings you will ever hear and much, much more. But first, let's dive into the world of modern percussive fingerstyle guitar and introduce you to 15 guitarists, well, you need to hear. I'm gonna do this as fast as I possibly can because, well, I wanted to cram as many guitarists as I possibly could on this list. And speaking of lists, you know, normally on the Acoustic Tuesday show, I do a countdown. That's not the case today. I would never want to rate these guitarists on a scale of good, better, best. I just don't think that's fair. And honestly, I don't think those ratings are true, accurate, and I don't think they should exist in any way, shape, or form. Now I know I've done countdowns in the past, but when it comes to guitarists, I think each of the guitarists on this list is worthy of your ear. Especially if you're just getting into modern percussive finger style guitar, or maybe you've been in it, maybe you've been into it for a while and you're just looking for a fresh take on an awesome guitar style. With that being said, let's dig in. The first guitarist that I want you to check out is Yasmin Williams. Wow, talk about an inventive approach to the guitar. She is, in essence, a multi-instrumentalist, but she does everything at the same time. I'm talking wearing tap shoes and adding percussion. I'm talking adding percussion on the guitar. I'm talking using tapping and two-hand, a two-hand approach to the fingerboard. I'm talking about adding a kalimba or a thumb piano to her guitar. She seems to do everything. But bottom line, her compositions are beautiful. It's not just doing everything for the sake of doing everything, it's doing everything in service to the song. And here's a great example. One more disclaimer before I carry on. I wanted to make this list reflect active modern finger style guitars. Guitarists you could see play if they were coming to your town, guitarists who are actively touring, guitarists who are actively putting out albums. So you're not gonna see the likes of Michael Hedges on this list because unfortunately he is no longer with us. That doesn't mean you shouldn't check him out. Michael Hedges is a must listen if you've never heard of him. Um, he is pretty much the, the godfather of this style. That being said, let me dig back into the list. The next guitarist you need to check out, and you may already be aware of him, is Andy McKee. Wow, uh, a melodically beautiful, uh, very inventive compositions, and he he gets the the this insane level of clarity out of his guitar while both of his hands are active we're talking percussion we're talking harmonics and and just beautifully intricate compositions Uh, the song we're going to listen to right now is entitled keys to the hover car Preston Reed is up next. Now I chose Preston for this list for two reasons. I think his style is unique within the realm of modern percussive finger style guitar. And I have to say that Preston is the first artist that I heard within this style. For me, I kind of started in the middle. I started with Preston Reed and then I expanded outward. I went from Preston Reed to Michael Hedges, one of the early founders of the style. And then I zoomed up to Andy McKee, whom you just heard. Now, speaking of hearing things, I want you to listen to Preston Reed and almost note the the different approach he has to modern percussive finger style guitar. Here he is playing the song Ladies Night. A truly superhuman guitarist is next, Mike Dawes. What can I say about Mike Dawes? Other than that, his knack for complete compositions on a single instrument is unsurpassed. He treats the singular guitar like an orchestra. And here's a great example. Here's the song that he wrote entitled The Impossible. Trailblazer and cover king Luca Stricognoli is up next. If you have not heard Luca play, get ready for a treat. Now, I've featured him a number of times on the show here, and his knack for taking a popular song and translating it to a singular guitar is masterful. And I want to bring him up for two reasons. Number one, his knack for translation, if you will, taking a full entire band song and bringing it to a solo acoustic guitar. But I also wanted to bring up his name because he is a bit of a guitar design trailblazer. He has invented a couple of things. I should say he has co-designed a couple of things for the acoustic guitar that help him achieve his compositions. Number one is is this uh, uh, attachable third neck that is built backwards so he can play melody with a slide it's 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 insane you, you have to see it and he also helped develop the thumb ring uh, or the guitar i think it's called the guitar ring where uh, he can get a sharper percussive beat on the body of the guitar and i believe those are actually available uh, through his website if you want to give it a whirl but uh, to see him in action is a sight to behold and that's what you're going to do right now let's go ahead and listen to the song the backstreet boys song everybody played on one guitar by Luca Strigagnoli. I'll introduce you to the string slinger Adrian blue. Adrian has a style that to me conjures the beauty of metal music. It's incredibly driving. He uses a percussion juxtaposed with these beautifully clear and articulate harmonics. And if you watch his, well, both of his hands, really his picking hand and his fretting hand, they seem to work in such harmony. He has a very interesting story, and I, I first heard Adrian play at an um, art market in Portland. Completely caught me off guard. I was just, uh, I was dumbfounded at what I was seeing live. You know, a lot of times I look at these modern percussive fingerstyle guitar players, and I think that's really cool. It sounds great in the studio. Can they really do it live? And to me, Adrian was one of the first guitarists that I've seen live in person that nailed it and made me believe that, whoa, these guitar players aren't just pulling tricks off in the studio. They're able to do it live as well. So let's go ahead and listen to an Adrian Ballou song, one of my favorites, entitled Aptly String Slinger. Adrian has put out quite a few albums with the help of the next guitarist acting as producer. But even though this next guitarist I'll introduce you to acts as a producer, he is beyond inspiring when it comes to this style of guitar. Antoine Defour. Antoine, when I first heard Antoine, I was amazed at the unique percussive sounds he could get out of the guitar. He seemingly was able to produce or rather reproduce an entire drum set on a single guitar. And to get these different tones out of different hits uh, on the body of the acoustic guitar, I just, I thought it added so much to what he was offering musically. It was amazing. Now, in terms of what he offers musically, you wanna talk melodic, you wanna talk just these beautiful, swooping, elegant, flowing phrases, Antoine has it in spades. Let's go ahead and listen to a song by Antoine entitled Spiritual Groove 2.0. I've got to start going a little bit faster because, well, I'm just getting long-winded. I get excited about these guitar players and uh, I just want to uh, give them the credit that they are due. So I'm trying my best to keep it uh, keep it short and sweet. Uh, next up is Alexander Misko. Um, inventive, he has a guitar style that, to me, breaks the mold. Um, from the guitar he uses to the insane amount of control, and mastery he has over the instrument. He never seems to be struggling, even though his approach is, in my opinion, rather difficult. He has detuners on all of his strings. The guitar he plays, I believe is fan fret with an angled bridge to maintain intonation. And again, he just, (laughs) you look at him play and it looks effortless. Here's an example. He's playing the song, Snow in Stuttgart. Aggressive is one word I would use to describe this next player. Marson Music, that's his handle on Instagram and YouTube. Um, He plays a lot of metal songs, think System of a Down, Metallica, on the acoustic guitar. And his percussive approach is well, it's in your face and it's really effective. I feel like it creates this drive and this this um, sense of urgency within his approach to the acoustic guitar. You have to see it to know what I'm talking about. Here he is playing the song Shape of You, which ironically isn't a metal song. It's an Ed Sheeran song, but I think you'll see what I mean by his approach to percussion. Another female guitarist is next, Amber Russell. Amber Russell lives in the Northwest. I believe she's in Oregon or Washington. She, she teaches at a music school. I think she helped co-found a music school. and I, The name is escaping me right now. Amber, if you're watching, go ahead and put it in the comments. I'd love to give you a plug because not only are you an incredible uh, modern percussive finger style guitar player, you're just a nice human. We've shared a couple of messages on Instagram. In fact, uh, specifically when Joey Jordison, the drummer of Slipknot, former drummer of Slipknot passed away. Um, we just exchanged a really cool, uh, uh, communication on Instagram, sharing our love of metal music. But also I I was able to say, Hey, uh, you're an awesome guitar player. Um, she has, a very interesting approach. I feel like I'm saying that about all these guitarists. Maybe I should leave that out uh, because each guitarist on this list does have an interesting approach. But Amber has these, these uh, um, oddly, mm, I wanna say brooding, that's not the right word. Um, maybe emotional is a better umbrella to put her compositions under. Very emotional, uh, eking the, the tone and and feeling out of every single note. And if you watch her her fretting hand, it's extremely relaxed. It, almost bizarrely so. Uh, because what she's playing is intricate, but she doesn't seem to be affected by it in the least. Uh, here's a song that uh, she wrote, Battle for the Innocent. Again, check out her fretting hand. It's pretty... Um, well, it's pretty relaxed and, and something to, of course, uh, aspire to as a guitarist, as any guitarist wants to reduce tension. Amber is like, uh, watching Amber play is like a master class in that department. Anyways, I'll, I'll shut up now. Uh, here's Amber playing Battle for the Innocent. Khaki King. Okay, if you liked Preston Reed, you will more than likely really enjoy Khaki King's music. But Khaki King, to me, is more than just a guitar player. She's a true artist, uh, uh, really uh, uh, capturing all elements of artistry. And I say this, uh, I I saw her very early on in her career. She played at the Old Town School of Folk Music. It's when she had just released the album, uh, Playing with Pink Noise. It was an inspiring performance. I got to meet her afterwards. Um, and I was just, you know, tr- in true fanboy fashion, wasn't really able to say anything. I probably came up with something like, I think your music is awesome. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I remember she did sign my ticket stub and I thought that was really cool. It was great of her to take time out uh, for that interaction. But but uh, back to her overall artistry. Um, Her guitar playing is something you need to see. Uh, It really bridges the gap between melody and percussive. Uh, It has a great balance between those two items. And, and, and. In recent developments, I would say in the last I guess five years, maybe maybe less than that, maybe maybe a little bit more. Um, she has moved more towards this uh, performance art where she is playing her songs, but she has this, uh, I think it's called image mapping, on the face of her guitar. So when you see her play live, she has these images being projected on her guitar that match the music. Uh, it, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. Um, You have to see it to believe it. It's incredible and it is a fully immersive experience. Uh, But let's focus on her guitar playing for right now because that's what this show is all about. Let's listen to her play the song, Gobi. This next guitarist hails from the East Coast, Trevor Gordon Hall. If you liked Yasmin Williams, you'll totally dig Trevor because he has a thumb piano on his guitar as well. In fact, I believe he has a guitar specifically made with a thumb piano installed in it, and he calls it the kalimba Very cool, and uh, what can I say about Trevor? Other than that, I, I feel like he's a trailblazer. I- I'm reusing a lot of words, Maybe words don't do anything to describe these amazing musicians. Uh, In that case, let's just go ahead and listen to them play. Uh, Here's the song Morning Sidewalk 3.0 by Trevor Gordon Hall. The next guitarist I want to introduce you to was introduced to me by some musical friends that I actually met through Tony's Acoustic Challenge. Dom and Sharon, thank you very much. Uh, the next guitarist is Christy Linnae, uh, a finger picking champion. I believe she she won the Winfield contest, um, or, or at least placed in the Winfield contest. Uh, she's played with the likes of Tommy Emmanuel, but I think her solo performances are uh, awe inspiring. Where you're kind of watching her play, thinking. Uh, number one, how do you play such intricate things? And number two, how do you consistently bring such positive energy to your performances? That's the thing that swept me off my feet when it comes to Christy. Um, she, she just smiles, she smiles. She smiles through the whole darn thing. She could be playing through the most difficult passage and she is smiling, truly loving her craft, loving what she is doing. At least that's what it looks like from the outside. And I guarantee you, once you hear her play, you're gonna say, yeah, a lot of love went into that. Here's uh, her playing a Beatles medley. Very, very cool to combine these Beatles songs. We'll listen to just a snippet of it right now. of the border we go again. In fact, I'm pretty sure Callum is is living in Canada. If I'm mistaken, I'm sorry. Callum, if you're watching, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you live in Canada though. Uh, also Antoine lives in Canada. Two two amazing guitarists north of the border. In fact, the next guitarist I'm gonna mention, I believe is from Canada as well. I could be way wrong about this. I just love Canada. So I'm just saying all these guitarists live in Canada. Next up is Callum Graham. Yes. I probably mentioned his name already. I'm talking in circles. Callum's compositions are beautiful. They're just beautiful. They're elegant. And you know, a lot of times Callum films vi- uh, films views, films videos uh, outside in these beautiful settings. And I think one of the things that struck me about his playing is that to me, his playing reflects these places, these places of peace, these places of almost meditation and, and his songs transport you there. Um, I've mentioned him on the show before, and uh, he is worthy of mention again. You need to know about Callum. In fact, he just released a new album, um, which I think I'm gonna mention later. I might have just let the cat out of the bag. Anyways, uh, let's listen to him play the song, uh, Kickston. here he is. (laughs) but certainly not least is the guitarist Don Ross. Now Don Ross has really influenced quite a many players on this list. So he's he's definitely, what do they call it? An influencer, not like the YouTube influencer, but a guitar influencer, Uh, inspiring again, a lot of these guitarists on this list. Uh, Don is, you know, I don't think he's necessarily, his performances and compositions don't necessarily Uh, um, have a ton of percussion although he adds it in the right places in terms of space in composition I feel like Don is a master one worthy of study because his, his music is very balanced between uh, actually his dynamic approach is what I really want to call out here. Uh, between the highs and lows, he has this, this vast spectrum and he utilizes each, each piece of that spectrum. And it is a wide spectrum. Um, one of the songs I want you to hear is one that he dedicated to Eddie Van Halen after, uh, Eddie passed away. And he he made certain in the description to say, you know, this isn't a Van Halen cover. This is to capture the emotion and the, 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 really the mastery that Eddie brought to his guitar playing. So here is Don Ross playing the song as Eddie leaves the building. Thus concludes your tour day force of modern percussive fingerstyle guitar. I hope this gave you some new artists to check out. Now, I will say this. There is a ton of artists that I did not mention. Uh, Manelli Jamal is one that comes to mind. Just a great player. Um, Sean DeBurca, who's a, a, a viewer of the show, a part of the Acoustic Tuesday family here. I mean, there's, there's a whole slew of them. I just didn't have a show long enough to do this. I was originally gonna start with 10 guitarists and I was like, oh, but what about this person? What about this? What about this? And the, the list quickly became 15. It could very well have turned into 25, which is where you come in. In the comments below, let me know your favorite modern percussive finger style guitarist. Let me know of a guitarist that plays this style that maybe none of us have ever heard before. I'd love for the comments to serve as this resource for anyone getting into this style of guitar, for anyone looking to explore it further and see what other artists are up to. So again, let me know your favorite modern percussive fingerstyle guitar. Let me know your favorite modern percussive fingerstyle guitarist in the comments below. Wow, that that is a mouthful. I think they should change it to MPG modern percussive fingerstyle guitars, MPFG. Let me know your favorite MPFG in the comments below. Every day of the week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, we touch on one of the five essential categories of guitar improvement. On Mondays, there's a technique challenge, Tuesdays, a guitar lick challenge, Wednesdays, an improvisation challenge, Thursdays, a rhythm guitar challenge, and Fridays, a chord transition challenge. It does happen to be Tuesday. That means the Tack family is working on a guitar lick, and here's what they're working on today. Your Tuesday Tack Guitar Lick Challenge is from the finger-picking realm, the three-finger finger-picking realm. It's in the key of D, and its name is Flying V, as a nod to one of my favorite movies of all time, The Mighty Ducks. The Flying V was the Mighty Ducks power move. And I believe the move that you'll use in this lick is a power move as well. Again, in the finger picking world, let me go ahead and play this for you so you can hear what it sounds like. And then I'm going to show it to you in a musical context. Here's how it sounds. So as you can hear, it's kind of a, uh, well it's a really cool descending lick and the technique that it utilizes, the power move that I referred to, is a backward roll. I'll share with you the details of this here in just a moment, but first, TAC family, if you wanna learn this note for note, please log in. This is your daily challenge. Go ahead and click Start Challenge. That'll take you immediately to the teaching video. Once you get it under your fingers, you can move to the play-along video. Go ahead and adjust the speed to one comfortable for you, and don't forget to pull up that tab by clicking on the icon in the lower right-hand corner. You can have the tab and the video right next to one another, so, Well, you can see it being played, hear it being played, and then of course look at the tablature and read it being played. Hopefully that helps you get it under your fingers even more. Okay, so what's going on in this lick? Why does it work? How can you use it? Well, there's actually two different scenarios that I wanna show you here, and the first is an ending. Uh, very much as it's written, it's just a great way to punctuate a song in the key of D, a great way to close out the song and give it some resolution. As you can tell by that descending nature of the lick, it draws the listener back to that wonderful D chord. and you can just let it ring out. It's a great way to end a song. Let me go ahead and show you how it functions as an ending. I'm gonna just finger pick this D chord, use the lick and then give that final D chord a strum. So you can kind of hear it and how it would lay out as an ending. Here's how it sounds. a nice way to, again, draw the listener to the end of a song. The other thing that I want to look at is the repeated motif, or rather the motif at the end of this lick that you can repeat to kind of give your finger picking some extra panache, a little bit of spice. This wouldn't be used as an ending of a song, but rather a way to break up monotonous finger picking of a d chord uh, just to give it some dimension so what i'll do is i'll go ahead and finger pick a d chord again and then i'll repeat this motif and immediately you're going to see which one it is and you're also going to hear how big of an impact it has on just a standard measure or a couple measures of a d chord here's how that would sound This gives it some extra movement, a little bit of ebb and flow, because, well, these licks that I show you, yes, you can use them as an entire package, but what I'd love for you to do is get creative with it. Look at a single measure, look at something that grabs your ear, and use that to take you in a direction that, well, works for you, the song you might be working on, or your own style of play. Okay, uh, before we get back to the show, I want to talk about the 10-minute rule. And I know you're thinking to yourself, Tone you talk about this 10 minute rule all the time. Yeah, I wanna come at it from a little bit of a different angle today. Most often I say that 10 everybody has 10 minutes and you can commit those 10 minutes to guitar playing. You can absolutely get a consistent routine under your belt by committing to 10 minutes of guitar playing uh, in any number of days that work for you. Could be three days a week, could be five days a week, could be seven days a week. But the idea behind 10 minutes is that it's a small enough chunk to where Well, it gets you started. Sometimes you go beyond 10 minutes. Sometimes all you have is 10 minutes. And the common critique of that is 10 minutes will not make you better. I completely 100% disagree. That couldn't be any further from the truth. And I want you to try this experiment. You can get so much done in 10 minutes. It is astounding. Next time you sit down with your guitar, I want you to number one, pick something brand new to you, something you've never done before. Set a timer for 10 minutes, press start on that timer and get to work on that new thing. It might be a lick, it might be a rhythm technique, it might be just a technique that you wanna get under your fingers, hybrid picking, finger picking, you name it. And I want you to work on that with intense focus for 10 minutes. You'll be amazed at how much you learn, how far you get in just a 10 minute span, if you bring that intense focus. See, the reason why the 10 minute rule gets such flack is because a lot of times a guitar playing session consists of sitting down, getting your guitar out, figuring out what you're gonna play, dabbling with it and then thinking, ah, you know, I can't get that under my fingers all that quick. So I'll just move on to something else. And then pretty soon you start playing, you know, what you've played already. And cause it sounds good and it's comfortable. And that playing session could very well amount to a half an hour or more. And that's great. On paper that looks like, wow, half an hour of guitar playing every day. That's amazing. It's way more about the quality of your playing time versus the quantity. That's why the 10 minute rule is so powerful. If you bring intense focus to those 10 minutes, that 10 minute window can be rather profound and have a huge impact on your guitar journey. I hope you know how to skate backwards in roller skates because we're going to roller skate back to episode 249 of the show where I introduced to you and taught you Coulter Wall's guitar style. I want to look at a few comments from that show. The first one comes from Matt Brackman. He says, read my mind with this. I've been on a Coulter obsession lately and have really gotten back into acoustic playing because of him. Thank you. To which Robbie Newman responded, same here. I've always wanted to play, but it was my Coulter Wall obsession that made me feel like I've got to learn and actually motivated me. So cool. I love the impact that artists have because they can really pull you into playing guitar even further, uh, which is great. So Matt, Robbie, thank you for that comment, those comments. And next up, Jack Mulligan. He says this. Uh, In reference to TAC family member, Lisa, who was maintaining her guitar routine, even though she was moving cross country, Uh, Jack says this like Lisa, I made a cross country move this month with two dogs and my eternal spouse. My guitars moved with our moving company since there was no room in or above the car. So I was without a guitar for much of the month. Our soundtrack for the multi-day drive was via Sirius and Apple music. I used the time endlessly driving to do finger isolation and finger pairs exercises that I learned on tack to the music we were listening to using the steering wheel as a fingerboard. I would also practice finding the one in terms of rhythm as we were listened as we listened by strumming and as we were listened by strumming and playing with the rhythm on my thigh. We do as we must. Thanks for another great show. Jack, I want to thank you for that comment because I think it shows that. You know what, even without a guitar, you can still be of the mind frame to progress with the guitar. Oddly enough, without a guitar, I really am talking in circles today. But Jack, you bring up a good tip for those that maybe don't have a guitar within their possession, maybe you're going on vacation, maybe you're on an airplane, you think, I'd love to use this time to actually progress and and, and build some guitar skills. You know, Jack was rhythmically trying to find the one, which is incredibly important and foundational really with whatever instrument you play and also doing uh, fretting exercises and maybe some picking hand exercises on the steering wheel. Pretty awesome stuff, Jack. Thank you for sharing uh, guitar on the highway. Love it. Uh, next up <laughs> this comment just made my day. It made my day. Dan Bronner says this, Hey, did you go to Campanelli elementary school? I think we were friends in elementary school. Yes, Dan, I did. And our teacher was Mrs. Eifert. Um, And I just this this comment made me smile because Whitney and I are uh, going through some of our old photos and my class picture came up and I was like, there's Dan. And he just commented on the show. It was a real full circle moment. Dan, I hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks for commenting. I do appreciate that. Corey Briggs is up next. He says, mate, I've been following Coulter since his brewery session days and probably been a TAC member since then as well. Great to have my two favorite things together. Cheers for always driving us, Tony. You're a legend, mate. Uh, Thanks, Corey. Thank you so much for watching and thank you for your kind words. Uh, Last up, we have Tyler Gavin. He says this, I'm new to the TAC family and I feel I've learned so much from your course in the short time I've been in it. I'm working on the 12 bar blues currently and can't wait to learn more. I'd love to hear you talk about Shaky Graves, such a fantastic player with a unique style. Uh, Tyler, welcome to the family. I'm glad you're learning. I'm glad you're progressing and thank you for that recommendation you know oddly enough i haven't heard i'm trying to think i haven't heard a lot of shaky graves music so, I do think you've encouraged me to dig in. I will do so, and um, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to check out his style. I know that he has, his name has come up a lot in conversation uh, in here at the studio and amongst friends, so I think, um, yeah, I think that's worthy of me digging into. I want to thank everybody for their comments uh, on that show. It was really littered with comments. A lot of coulter Wall love, and for good reason. An amazing songwriter, an amazing guitar player, and a, a really down-to-earth human, from what I heard. I've got a couple friends in the booking world who say, yeah, booking Colter Wall for a concert is a treat because he's just an awesome human being. So cheers, Colter, if you're watching, thanks for what you do in the music world. All right, next up, oh goodness gracious. Going to the Midwest, we're going to the cheese capital of the world. Uh, We're gonna go to Wisconsin. We're gonna visit Gary Schultz from Jackson, Wisconsin. He has a guitar signal that he wants to share with you, and here's what he's got. From the left, an Alvarez 5040 12 string that he replaced all of the tuning machines on, uh, next, a Yamaha FX370C that got it all started in 2018. Uh, his latest acquisition, a guild BT240E Baritone 6-string acoustic, an emerald Clara Walnut Veneered Virtuo, I call Carlo, a Martin Triple X1AE. I am holding my first restoration project, a 1964 Goya Six. 10 nylon classical acoustic on the chair are an ibanez rg 120 electric a baby martin and my second restoration project my grandfather's 1933 stella mandolin very cool for so many reasons Uh, he says i'm excited to do my little part to support guitars for vets who are coming to the bend theater in west bend wisconsin this july thanks for acoustic tuesday i really enjoy your enthusiasm be nice and play guitar gary uh thank you so much for submitting your guitar arsenal and calling attention to a very important fact uh guitars for vets all of the proceeds uh, of the uh, tony's acoustic challenge store go to guitars for vets as a donation so by purchasing a t-shirt by purchasing a hat a coffee mug coffee mug um, you can support guitars for vets uh in fact here's my lovely assistant to not only tell you about tell you about how you can get your guitar signal featured on the acoustic Tuesday show, but also the incredible impact that shopping at the Tony's acoustic challenge shop has shopping at the shop. It's a rough. It's a rough grammar day. It's a rough communication day for me. Uh, Bear with me. Here's my lovely assistant. I want to propose to you a win-win-win scenario. I want to feature you on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Yes, I want to feature you and your guitar signal, or you and your Acoustic Tuesday merchandise. Step number one: Go to tonypolicastro.com/forward/slash/shop. Once you're there, pick out your favorite guitar signal shirt, your favorite Acoustic Tuesday merchandise, get it shipped directly to your door. Step number two, once your merchandise arrives, go ahead and put it on and take a picture of yourself, either just wearing Acoustic Tuesday merchandise, or if you have a signal shirt, take a picture in front of all of your guitars. And then once you're done with that, step number three is to upload your picture at tonypolacastrocom forward slash shop. There's a link right on that page. Click it. You can upload your photo and boom, you'll be featured in the Acoustic Tuesday show. Win number one, You get featured in the Acoustic Tuesday show. Win number two, you get some cool, snazzy guitar geek merchandise. Win number three, the biggest win of them all, all proceeds from the tonypolacastrocom forward slash shop are being donated to Guitars for Vets. You get featured in the show, you get cool new shirts, cool new merchandise, and you help out Guitars for Vets. Win, win, win. Okay, back to the show. Time for your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use. I'm gonna dig right in. First up, I need you to know about this YouTube channel, the Kelly Joe Phelps Tribute Channel. Uh, this is something of recent development. You know, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned the Kelly Joe Phelps Memorial that has been published on YouTube by Steve Dawson, producer and friend of Kelly Joe. Now, this new channel has come to light because people are digging through their old recordings. Of Kelly Joe performances. It's the Kelly Joe Phelps tribute page. Um, Wow. If you never had a chance to see Kelly Joe live, you're going to get a chance and you're going to get access to some of the most amazing and inspiring performances from this, from one of the greats, from one of the absolute greats. Here's a quick sample here. Kelly Joe is playing the song Crow's Nest. Again, this was dug up. This was footage dug up recently, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. You have to check out this entire channel. Here's a quick snippet. I can cut them back. Oh yeah. To every song, you know, I will clap when you are through. It may be then I will kiss you. It may be I will kiss you. A few episodes ago, I introduced you to singer songwriter Willie Carlisle. And he's just released a new album. Actually, last month. He released it in July. It's entitled Peculiar, 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 Peculiar. Whoa, that's really tough to say. Peculiar, Missouri. That's the name of the album. The song we're going to listen to off of it is entitled Tulsa's Last Magician. We're only going to listen to a tiny chunk, but this is one you need to sink into because the lyrics, wow, Willie is a hell of a songwriter. Here's the song. He had a crowd all thought him funny and good at sleight of hand. But he had this grand finale they refused to understand. They demanded explanation when the card pulled was their own. And that's why Tulsa's last magician lost his faith and headed home. You know, just a bit ago, we heard Jack, uh, Acoustic Tuesday viewer, talking about practicing guitar on the road, a, a way to actually develop your skills as a guitar player. Well, here's another way. In Hungary, you know those, those uh, rumble strips on the side of the road? I hit those a lot when I'm driving. You know, I, I tell Whitney as we're driving them. I'm, I'm just checking to make sure that they work. Uh, anyways, there's a highway in Hungary that put the rumble strips on the road, not on the side of the road, on the road. And these rumble strips are different lengths and these different lengths produce different notes. So that means when you drive over these rumble strips, you're actually playing a song with your car. Does it involve guitar? No, but it made me smile and it's going to make you smile as well. So without further ado, here's the musical highway in Hungary. A lot of times we look at guitarists that inspire us guitarists that we look up to and think they've got it all figured out. They just, they were born with this amazing talent and just boom, they can play guitar like no other. And I've always put Jake Workman in that category. Jake Workman is one of the fastest, if not the fastest flat picker I've ever seen play clarity, tone, drive, technique. He's got it all, but he still works very hard at the fundamentals specifically his right hand approach. So I was surfing Instagram one day and Jake Workman just had this video and I usually watch all of his videos and it was him practicing with a metronome, basic right hand movement. Now I say basic because he starts with quarter notes and then he moves to 16th notes and it's just, it's mesmerizing to watch, but it just goes to show that these great guitarists, these guitarists that we, that inspire us, that we look up to, they're very much in touch with developing, retaining, and making sure their fundamentals are solid. Here's Jake practicing his picking hand. quick interjection. I alluded to this earlier, but I wanted to make mention that Callum Graham does have a new album out. It is entitled Sympathia. Sympathia. I'm going to say Sympathia with confidence. Uh, It is out now. Uh, So if you dug Callum's music, uh, what we listened to just a bit ago, make sure to check out that album. As I mentioned before, just a hell of an artist, very inspiring, and his songs do indeed transport you to another place. Okay. uh, Last but certainly not least, you need to know about the Mule Bus. Yes, the Mule bus. To me, Mule resonator guitars are tops. They're tops for two specific reasons. Uh, Number one, the guitars are just plain awesome. You've heard them on the show here before. I have a Mavis, I have a a tricone. Awesome, awesome instruments. But the mission behind Mule guitars, now I'm, I'm speaking a little bit out of turn here because I don't know what their actual written mission is, but they seem to always wanna connect humans with instruments tools for making music they're very in touch with the humanity that that music offers that music creates and they're taking this up another notch they just finished building and wrapping the mule bus and what they're going to do with this bus is go to various shows that mule artists play at and they're going to have their guitars available for for fans for for guitarists to play so that they can connect with people and i think this is amazing this is one of the things that has drawn me to guitar and i think it's very important that all of us are in touch with the connection that music and guitar makes matt from mule is very much in connection with this and here he is talking about the uh, the the inaugural voyage the uh, the virgin voyage of the mule bus it's going to go to chicago and i'm pumped because i'm going to be in chicago they're going to the fretboard summit and he wants to connect with you if you happen to to be going to that as well um here here is matt talking about the mule bus and its plans i'm taking the mule van on the road we're going to go to chicago to see ariel posen play and guess what adam miller is opening for him isn't that cool do you want to come with us right now yeah you should say yes, if you want to come. Sure. What <laughs> sure. day? Uh, we are going to the Fretboard Summit there, the guitar show, 25th, 26th, and 27th. And Ariel's playing at Shuba's on the 28th. We should be there. First mule bus trip. We're going to tailgate before uh, Ariel and Adam show. We're going to make hot dogs. We're going to drink some beer. As long as I can find a place to park this ether. You know, I was going to apologize for how long this show is, but I'm not. I'm not going to apologize because it's been really fun. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. But before I wrap up the show, much like the Mule Bus has just been wrapped with cool Mule Resonator guitar graphics. Pretty cool segue, I know. Uh, Before I wrap up the show today, I wanna take a sneak peek into next week. I wanna give you a sneak peek into next week. Next week's show is solely dedicated to a single accessory. Likely the most widely used accessory in the guitar world. Next week, we're gonna talk about the guitar pick. Yes, indeed, the guitar pick. Yes, next week's show is all about my favorite picks and there will be quite a few quite a bunch, quite a few for you to experiment with. (laughs) There's gonna be a lot of them, 10 as a matter of fact. And not only are you gonna see these picks, you're gonna hear them as well. That's happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday, you guessed it, every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time right here on YouTube. Again, thank you for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. But don't forget, no, 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 don't forget, Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. With that, I leave you to your day and I can't find anything else that rhymes with the uh, sound A. So hey, 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 have a good day and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers, be nice and play guitar.